Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat. It is Tuesday, the 18th of May, 2021. Hope everyone's doing well. I am doing fabulously because I have joining us on today's Hyper Chat, along with everyone that are hyper chatting in the Hyper Chat, is from the Sith List. It's Les Gonzalez. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Steel. How are you? I just went over that just then. Weren't you listening to the show? I know, but you know, I, I always feel complete when I ask someone how they're doing. So, Wow, I'm here to complete you. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what's going on? Who, who's over your shoulder there? Is, there, is that What's that dude's name? Is it, is it, so, is it Gambit, when, I'm going to guess? No, nice, nice try. No, uh, in the brown is a uh, Sabretooth, and then in the blue and yellow and black is Wolverine. Is Sabretooth was he in the first X Men film? Yes, he was the very first one. Yes, okay, and he was played by a wrestler or something like that. Yeah, uh, or yeah, it was Ty- Tyler Maine. It, yeah, that's the guy, Tyler yeah, Maine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a good character? Like, are you bummed that he was only in one film? It's. It- He's he's in other films. Liev Shriver played him in uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, so. ah. and I think that was the better version. I like that one better than Tyler Maine's character. He was just like just this big, like dumb grunt in the X Men movies. Whereas in, uh, but with uh no, but with Liev Shriver, it was like yeah, that's Sabretooth. like a very very uh, calculated type of person. He was uh, a smaller dumb grunt. It was a smaller, dumb grunt, but he, he his grunts were more audible, and you Ooh. could listen to him. So he was, yeah, a little bit better at that. Oscar award-winning grunting. Yes, exactly. Okay, sweet. Well, today on the Hyper Chat, we're going to talk about a confirmation date for uh, Droid on Disney+. J.J. Abrams uh, talks about his sequel, Lament. I love the word lament less, so I had to had to throw that in. But he's uh, talking on Collider about the difficulties of taking on franchises. And mm. he he talks about something that I was hoping he would talk about, which which we will talk about. We'll talk about the talk abouting of the talk abouting. Mm. Are you excited? Do you know what's going on? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Okay. No, Let's no, talk in about a, it. In a moment. In a moment. And um, actual Ben Solo merchandise has been released and uh promptly sold out and uh we will discuss that can you hear the landscaping going on in my neighborhood yeah don't worry you might hear a train passing by my neighborhood too so we'll okay. uh, let let people know where we're li- we're living we're live we're doing this Okay, good. All right. If it gets too much, it has stopped now, but but let us know. Hey, um, let's uh, duck into this uh, droids. We'll get this uh, out of the way. And uh, this is from what's on disneyplus.com. Mm-hmm. Hey, got to give it to them on the website, though, mate. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no <laughs> underscores. There's no Nothing. weirdness. There's no um, letters that are numbers when they shouldn't be. I, just I, I, simplistic efficiency. It's just efficient. It just what's on DisneyPlus.com. This is what's coming up, everybody, right here. It's the website. 
it's, it's 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 like if you're looking for what's coming up on uh, Peacock, you click the wrong site. You dimwit, get off, go away. <laughs> click a few advertiser links and then just get out of there. Hey, do you know what I love is um, just on the whole website thing, personalized number plates. When the person can't get the exact thing they want, I love seeing what um, allowances or compromises they're willing to make in the name, like how many numbers they're willing to swap. Because uh, Araj has got Sith list or the Sith list. Or... No, it's just Sith list because it's, uh, yeah. And, 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 and he's just got all the letters. I think he has all the letters, yes. So he yeah. has Sith and List, yeah. I always, um, whenever I'm around him and I see a, uh, a goofy personalized number plate, which admittedly is every personalized number plate, <laughs> I, I, I like to like mention just to just to, to sprinkle a little vinegar on the wound. You know what I'm saying? Have you yeah. got a personalized number plate, Les? Own up, own up, own up. No, I don't, but I apparently I do because we all already have them, so... But I don't have a personal one at all. <laughs> what do you mean? We already do have them. You just said that. I mean, basically, they're all numbered plates, but people do have personalized plates. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> I meant all personalized number plates are wacky. Oh, uh, oh well, some are. Some have a pretty cool. They're if you can read them, they're pretty cool. But they if are, you can read them. Yes, if you can. Read them. <laughs> but I yeah, no, I don't have it at all. Uh, Steel at all. If you're Nothing. if if you're replacing E's with threes. Let it go. Let it go. Uh, I, I don't... Uh, yeah, I, maybe. I don't know if I agree with that. It's a number plate, not an Ezekiel sweater. That's that, a good reference that, okay. from the 90s. That's a good there reference you go. from the 90s. Yeah, okay. You got it. Hey, um, have you ever caught this uh, droids cartoon before? Okay, so here's the thing. When I was a kid, it was like the most anticipated thing because I really was into Star Wars as a little boy. And... I got in trouble a lot as a kid. I was very mischievous. And so I would lose the privilege of watching episodes of droids. Like my dad knew. He would let me sit and watch cartoons. If I got in trouble at school or whatever, he'd let me sit and watch cartoons. And when droids was going to come on, he'd send me to my room. And then he would say, I know you love this one. You don't deserve to watch. You got in trouble at school. I had to in like... I just remember the main character, if, if I'm not mistaken, is Dash Rendar. Isn't that where he comes from? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I, I think you played up a lot in school because your memory of it is so wrong. I, I don't think you <laughs> okay. ever... I, I think you were just such a delinquent, you didn't get to catch one episode. I... Probably didn't catch any episodes. No, I got in a lot of trouble. I definitely got in a lot of trouble. So, what age? What age are we talking? Uh, let's see. So, I was in third grade, so I was probably about nine. Nine. All right. So, um, 
how many weeks of droids would getting caught with a packet of cigarettes get you? Well, I never went that far, but I just I like to run my mouth a lot when I was a kid. So anytime I had to be stay after school or miss recess and they would call my dad, I knew I was going to lose that Saturday. So I think I probably lost every single episode. Interesting. I found a way. I found a way to just get in trouble. I, hey, it just well, happened. Life well, finds a way. It does. It does. Well, um, Phil Stozak had actually, I think it was who it was, had mentioned that droids were going to hit Disney Plus this year when the Star Wars, you know, the vintage collection was announced. We've got Ewoks, which um, used to be a back-to-back um saturday or sunday morning depending on where you were it uh, was a saturday morning yes because i would watch ewoks yeah depending on where you were buddy yeah i'm <laughs> over there in australia i'm rocking them sundays okay okay don't judge my lifestyle <laughs> yeah I, i'm gonna ban you from disney plus viewing of it i'm gonna uh, you know what little, i'm getting in trouble again i'm getting in trouble again and i'm gonna miss episodes of drugs I'm, I'm gonna hack into your account and and set the parental levels like oh no so it's on and anyway oh. um for everyone else except for less who's been a very bad boy um you can watch uh droids and this is for the united kingdom and ireland which i i, I assume we're going to have a worldwide rollout of droids. I, I couldn't imagine why you wouldn't. But um, Friday the 18th of June, um, I wonder if that coincides with um, the Bad Batch, like the week, if it's like a very uh, low-level replacement for the Bad mm. Batch. Um, all right. Let's um this is something this is where we, we've totally ignored the chat thus far. Um someone work out what date the final bad batch Friday will be. Um now Jason Buno brings up a great point. Or I'll ask a great question. Haven't seen droids. Is the opening song as good as E E E E E Wax? I have the answer to that question, and uh, the answer is yes. Let's. Uh, do you, are you aware of this theme song, Wes? No. Oh, I should point out when I post any, like when I play a video like this, if the sound cuts out for the entire time or the segment is totally missing, that's on YouTube, not on me. Okay. Just go. I just like to explain in advance that the the audio version will have everything. I think. But anyway, it, it shouldn't get caught. But let's go. This is a great. Hey, Les, just just, yes. just turn your head a little bit and and just just sh- show your um, just show your ears. See those things on his head? They're in for a treat oh, right now. As. <laughs> 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 I love that acknowledgement. I get what he's doing. He's an idiot. All right. Let's let's try and move on. All right. Ah, Skywalker Club says August 12th. So my theory is um totally out the door. Leidra says August 13th. Give or take. Give or take. Um, and that's if there's a single episode 
each Friday. But that would be quite a few. Um, yeah, that that's a lot of double episodes. All right, this is it. This is non-related. Um, but back to your ears and the treat that they must, uh, or not must, but uh, are about to uh, enjoy. This is a banger. Now, this is up there with Ewoks, with the mask, um, Transformers, all, all great themes. Let's add it to the list. Star Wars droids intro. No weapon in my hand. It's just this phrase designed by man. I do have to say in the credits, the bit where Boba Fett's on the skiff, always the most exciting part of <laughs> um, the episode because it, it it gave me the the the, the OTs. You know that, that that feeling you get on on the edge, the OTs. Beautiful. Trouble again. Trouble again. Intro. A wing. Rip tally. The little bit at the end, the <laughs> that got you set that you're about to watch a uh, a great bit of animation. Yes. Now, um, I mean, have I overhyped this? How do you feel, Wes? I think I've done enough good since being an adult. Uh, to where I could watch these episodes. So oh. I'm going to be, I'm going to definitely, if when it does make its uh, debut here in the States on Disney Plus, and I check out uh, what's on DisneyPlus.com, um, I will definitely <laughs> be ready to know what's coming on. And that's right. I'll watch it for sure. The, um, I, I, I think I like the Ewoks one more when I was little. Because they were just doing Ewok stuff. It's what you expected. But with R2-D2 and C-3PO droids, occasionally you'd see like a Stormtrooper. Is Boba Fett's in it for a little bit. Maybe Dengar. Uh, but there's an occasional Stormtrooper. And it's just like, what are you, just give me more of that. Yeah, more. exactly. Uh, yeah. I want Stormtroopers in every episode. Because um, I think... Canonically, um, it's pre A New Hope. Okay, so I can see where that. All right, so it should be a lot more stormtroopers than anything. Plenty of them. Yeah, get them out everywhere. You know what I'm saying? What if they reboot it into the CGI? If they plan, try to plan or set this up to see what reception they get to try to reboot it into a CGI. And have droids go in forever. Yeah, like that. What? What are the? What is that droids show? Called? A droid story or something? It's animation. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, they already have one coming, don't they? Yeah, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. But it wouldn't be focused on R two and C three PO. I kind of thought it was. Okay. There's not much details on it, so. No, yeah, there isn't a lot out about it. So. 
It features whatever droids. you know. I know it features droids. There you go. But um, yeah, it, it actually that announcement it just makes me think of this cartoon, which I enjoyed, and I will um, I'll give some episodes a watch. But great. But but don't make any more. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, right. Don't go out of your way. <laughs> That's understood. Um, all right, Leitra says, "Isn't it them talking about their adventures?" Hmm. Like adventures that we've already seen or new adventures. That that, that kind of makes it more interesting to me. Hmm. That would be because then we could go. I mean, to it'd probably be a mixture friends. of both, right? Nah. You know, maybe. I mean, but how much could they really use? Like, from their point of view, it'd probably be cool. But you're right; I would like probably other adventures, if anything. Yes. Yes. Hey, um, how, how are you going with that bad batch? I'm really enjoying it. It's uh, I've—I'll be honest. I've never been into the animation, uh, Star Wars animation at all. Like I totally, I watched until, until uh, you saw that theme song. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> that theme song, yeah, totally won me over. No, but I really wasn't like into it. Uh, but watching the final season of Clone Wars and now watching this, uh, I've been—it's been really entertaining. And I never—it it, Bad Batch has made me uh. What is it? Bad Batch has made me appreciate Star Wars animation now. So I could see myself going back to watch all the other shows that have come out. But I really do like the Bad Batch. This has just been a great... It's just been really good so far, these first three episodes. So Thanksgiving's come early for you this year. All of it. Christmas too. Yeah. You've you've learned to appreciate. Um, Yeah, I'm... I'm digging it. I am liking it 5%, 10% more than I thought I would, mm-hmm. which is, a, a, it's, I, I've just got a medium level of excitement. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm just. Right. It's understood. Yeah. Yeah. But well, hey. also, what this show has done is I've never had a soft spot for any type of character in any show. Well, you're but, a bit of a prick. But Omega. <laughs> Omega is has uh, this show has made me love Omega. Like I've, like if anything happens to this character, I'm actually going to be emotional. I feel myself. I'm probably going to shed a tear too. Like I've that has never happened to me before, and so I'm totally invested in Omega. Hey, um, in the spirit of being really annoying, I, I, I'd love um to press you into doing your Omega impression, please. Oh no. Do I have one? I, 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 I'm not for it. <laughs> what do I have? Uh, hi, I'm Omega. That's it. That's as good as it's going to get, dude. That's it. And that smile alone right there. That's all I needed was an introduction. I'll take it. Rekka. I'm horrible at accents. I um, I can barely do an Australian one. So. Uh, yeah, and you're asking me to do a New Zealand accent, right? Isn't that a mm-hmm. New Zealand accent? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do not want to disrespect anyone. I'm sorry. I, I won't do that. It's very um. It's probably the right thing to do. <laughs> Omega, force sensitive, not force sensitive. What do you think? What do you hope? 
So I was talking to my good friend, Araj, actually about this yesterday. Uh, I, I'm just going to leave it open. I think she's just, I, I just think she's exceptional. I don't, I, what I want to say is if we go by the time and maybe the timeline screwed up, but in the Mandalorian, they were using Grogu to try to clone more force sensitive beings, right? They were, I don't know if they were trying to, one would presume because there is a cloning okay. thing and they're, they're definitely trying to harness the force out of the, um, out of the blood. Right. So my thing with the Raj was, is okay. What if the Kaminoans had already perfected that and say it got destroyed in the total collapse of the empire, everything got destroyed, all the research, everything they're trying to build it back. So does that mean Omega is the very first success of that? Mm. And they didn't have to use Grogu's blood. They just figured out a way to do it. You know what I mean? Like without a force uh, sensitive being. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to mess with it. That's why I'm like, I really don't want to mess with this because that would imply that they had something already in place that they were able to enhance Omega to the level of, being force sensitive or at the very least able to uh, just, I don't know. There's, there's something about this, this character, but I, I, you start thinking and you start going all over the place. Yeah. I, I, um, I just had this thought. I wonder if we'll see the destruction of Camino in the next, what is it? 14 episodes, 13 right. episodes. Right. Um, yeah, I, I hope she's not force sensitive because I, I feel like that makes it it's it's another like Groguism. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Exactly. Because a, a lot of the scenes, or not a lot of, but um, you know, a few of the beats and scenes from Din and Grogu have sort of been repeated with Hunter and um Omega. Yeah. Omega, yeah. So, you know, I it's just a bit a bit much, you know. I I, I know it's it's yeah. like poetry; it rhymes, but you don't have to rhyme every uh, line. You can miss every second line or something. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, you don't have to repeat everything. I mean, it's cute. It's really cool to see her picking up his mannerisms, and you know, the, the, their bond is developing and it's it's strengthening every episode. But yeah, they don't have to do too much like Dan and Grogu. It's like Grogu be Grogu, hey? Exactly, exactly. Um, James Hallahan says, I want to know why Omega was created. The name alone suggests she was the last of something. Well, stuff like that is the, the tantalizing little mysteries that um, that will keep me up to 12.40 on a Friday morning. I don't know how you guys up chatting with Corey and stuff in the middle of the night. I go to bed. I, I go to bed. I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it. Um, hey, let's go to a bit of JJ Abrams action here. 
And uh, this is on Collider as I click on the link to bring up a, a bit of a deal. You can see um, the ad there, best movies on Netflix, you know, for people that refuse to click on what's on DisneyPlus.com. You know what I'm saying? There you go. The holdouts. Now, um, let's pop that back down. Uh, let's go to some quotes. He's talking, because there's all this talk about him, um, what he's going to have to do with uh, DC. In the end, what, what is he doing with these DC films, Les? You, um, in the, the, the comic, the even the, the comic universe cinematic chattosphere more than I. Yeah, so what I understand is he's going to, uh, he's producing a Justice League Dark, which, if I'm not mistaken, introduces magic into the DC ex- expanded universe. So, uh, so he's doing that, and then, if I'm not mistaken, him and Tanahasi Coates are also going to try to bring a version, a black version of Superman, to the big screen. Also, got you. So those are two of the big ones coming out. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he helped produce uh, Watchmen, but I could be wrong on that too, which is also a DC Comics property too. I think he did. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure how much he actually had to do with it, but um, right. apart from, uh, hey. Right, that's right. Got those, uh, right. that sweet bunk coming in. Um, but he has this quote, which is uh, very interesting. Well, I'll say the opportunity to get to work on any pre-existing franchise is definitely a double-edged sword. Should have said laser sword. But... um. That, that would be him seen to agree with Ryan Johnson. He couldn't do that. So um, he had to leave <laughs> that part alone. And while I'm grateful and proud to have been involved in the projects, of course, all I see, this is the bit that tantalized me because I always had one. Like, is he, was he happy with how it all ended up? Like, am I back? I feel like I'm back. Less? Yeah. Are you there? You're good. Yeah, I see okay, you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I always wondered if he was sort of had second-guessed it or anything. And, you know, the, the reaction, whilst, you know, a lot of people love the film, it's definitely a, um, like, a, a noticeable negative reaction to the film as well with a lot of, um, you know, contrary uh, opinions on what they should have done. So I always wondered if he ever pondered this. And uh, he hints to it here, and he says, of course, all I see is what things could have been and what might have been done. Which, as someone that was very frustrated with his final film, I'm, 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 uh, it gives me solace to think that he's pondering it, you know? I don't want to abuse him or anything, but I no. would like him to go, yeah, maybe we should have made the fleet come because they were inspired by the uh, the brave death of, of Luke Skywalker. Just, just hey, I'm just editorialising over here. But um, what, what do you think, Les? I mean, I think it's just another case of hindsight being 2020 and, you know, for him to acknowledge 
some shortfalls and I mean, the question is, there's there's nothing he can really do about that, right? Like, it's already done. It's just now that you see it, okay, fine. What are we going to do going forward, I guess, would be the answer to that, or at least another question that he has to answer and at least keep in mind. Um, he continues, the importance of it is not lost on me. As temporary custodian of any ideas, whether they pre-exist us or not, which is to say, I think that even with an original idea, somehow I still don't quite understand where that creative impulse comes from and how the experience of writing something really is yours. I feel like we're all just channeling something that we're trying to serve as opposed to something that we are doing and that is our work. So I, I sort of interpret that, that you've, you're not, you're, you're writing for the property. You're not writing like in a free spirited story writing. Is, is that how you'd sort of take it less or? Well, I mean, at this point, I don't, I don't see how someone hasn't called him out for just trying to get all the notches on his belt. If you think about it, you know what I mean? He's had a hand in every single property so far that we've all grown up with. Uh, Except Marvel? Except Marvel. I think he hasn't been there. But I think at this point, after he gets some more DC stuff going, you know, and, and he said it, he's a caretaker. So, yes, if he's going to write for the property, then or at least produce along those lines. I, I mean, I would have to say you got to respect what has come before, if that's the case. And you got to try to maintain that to a certain degree. So, uh, I don't know. This one's this his like, and it's funny because it's all he's really done, you know. So he's had, I think, one original film, and then Abrams has done a lot of like reboots, and he's touched a lot of things. So I think he should know all this stuff going into it, right? Yeah, he he adds this, which is um. You know, I, I feel like maybe he is sort of acknowledging he suffered from it maybe a little bit. Hmm. Um, but I think being a temporary custodian of a project for as long as you have, it is no small honour, responsibility or obligation. It blows my mind, of course, but you have to do the work. I think if you were to stay in a state of amazement at what it is that you're working on, it's hard to actually get anything done. And I think maybe he had that happen, the latter part. He had that happen in Star Wars. Hmm. Especially for those people who were really disappointed in Rise of Skywalker. I think maybe that was the case. It's just, I'm wrapping this thing up. And, you know, he gets, in, in, the, long, in the long story, he gets to say, uh, uh, you know, he gets to say he was part of all these things. He has his mark on a lot of different properties now uh so for him to get caught up in things or at least acknowledge yeah if you you start looking at things you're going to get caught up in it that's a big deal uh, it can happen easily i will say this i think he did a great job with his star trek mm. and force awakens was also obviously awesome but yeah i mean i don't think he he didn't get the same amount of in, in the same amount of controversy didn't come with the star trek stuff you know, it's like he was able to do some things and then I think he passed it off to other people. But 
still like I guess Star Wars is just different. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, and I think like the circumstances were different with you know there's been Star Trek films you know pretty right. consistently through the years and also like Gene Roddenberry had been so far removed. Do you know what I mean? Where where he did the first no, like, I understand exactly. Lucas one, yeah, yeah, because yeah, Lucas is still around, obviously, and he could show up at any time and say, "Hey, you know," and he, oh. he did do that, right? Sorry, <laughs> it was George Lucas. He just showed up at any time. It was, did um, he bring noodles? I hope so. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> I felt like that was my little uh, ode to the Blue Harvest podcast. Ah, the, uh, uh, the, the whole is getting scared um, by someone in the house, like. Like one of my negatives on the mostly otherwise amazing The Force Awakens is when he had to sort of do that ode to the Death Star trench run on Starkiller Base. You know, when Poe goes into the trench, like that was one of the things where he just tried to pay homage like too hard. And I, I had people sort of, they just equated that with like, it's just a reboot. He just did the, it's the same thing. But I remember right. just watching it just like, like literally as I'm watching it going, ah, don't, don't <laughs> like, don't, don't like, just get out of there. Get out yeah, of there. Yeah. The, the, yeah. What are you doing in there? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, um, I, I'd like to apologize to Mary uh, Reed. I mean, <laughs> she, got, she got scared by George Lucas. There you as well. go. You're, yeah, you you helped her out. Uh, um, what I was gonna say is, oh wow, I lost my thought there. Um, We're talking about the trench see. run, Force Awakens. Well, well the, the comment that just came up. Uh, yeah, see, start and and I get what you're saying too about the Star Trek. Uh, all he did was just recast the same roles too. So it was like you had the the blueprints to just follow and just yeah. plug and play. So. I get that. And everybody definitely acted exactly how they their characters were. Chris Pine was a great Kirk. Uh, Carl Urban is a great Bones. And uh, Zach Quinto is a great Spock. Like, they just made it happen. Um, so I get it. We're establishing, he establishes new characters in Star Wars and is trying to still pay homage and give you those moments, those, those like heroic moments. So yes, of course, Poe's going to duck in there for his own trench run instead of right. And you should be like, no, get out of there. You don't have to do that. But it's one of those ways to show how daring and awesome this character is. He's the new pilot, you know, and you give Ray her moments I mean, and that's another thing of, you know, if you get caught up in what you're doing and looking at it going, this is just Star Wars instead of saying, okay, look, let's figure out a real way to do this. Let's figure out ways to to handle giving Poe his moments, uh, establishing Ray and Kylo in their di dynamic. You know, it's just he was able to pull it off, but, you know, there's always going to be that nagging, nagging criticism that just you know, when creators have to deal with these things all the time. So, yeah, I, um, JC Productions said he played it too safe. And like, I feel like for the artistry, yes, but $2 billion ain't wrong. 
Yeah, that money, that's the high reward right there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I've got a few tweaks, you know, a few little tweaks. One of them, a massive oversight. I, I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm picking this scab, but um, Leia walking past Chewbacca at the end. They just snub each other. Oh, yes, yes. That's a... Uh... Yeah, little details. Yeah, details. Yeah. Uh, and I, but, I mean, it, you can't. You should have played it safe. He should have played. He should play it safe. It, it's Star Wars. Uh, like I said, with Star Trek, and I'm sorry to keep bringing this up, they knew what they had to do. They just knocked it out. Even even though Simon Pegg was a different version of Scotty, he still pulled it off. Everybody, you you if for the nostalgia state sake, you could say yes. I can accept that. I can accept Zoe Saldana as Uhura. Like, great. They gave us a little bit more meat to the character overall. It, it, it was a true passing of the torch. Uh, yeah, trying to add new characters and expand this thing after all the other attempts have been done. And, I mean, yes, $2 billion is a great reward. But I can see where he's just like, ooh, maybe I should have never touched it, you know? You already should have done. You should have clicked on what's on DisneyPlus.com. He, um, I, I was thinking about this today for some reason. Is um, in an alternate universe where J.J. Abrams decided to split the final episode of the Star Wars saga, the Skywalker saga, into ten movies, into two. We would be gearing up. We'd be like going, yes, the cinemas are going to be open this December for the premiere of the final episode of the Skywalker saga. Star Wars X 10. That's in the alternate universe. And that, also, I would have accepted that for there's sure. There's also another alternate universe where he, they did it at May, like they held it over mm. and because of that, it, it still hasn't been released. Oh. Because of COVID. Could you imagine? Right. Could you Ooh. imagine, right, if it got held up and Ooh. and then you didn't like it? Oh, yeah. That would yeah, that would definitely leave a sour taste in everybody's Ooh. mouth. Yeah, I think a lot of people would not be happy. Mm. Mm-mm. Um, JC Production says episode seven would have made that money regardless of the final project yeah. product. I I totally totally disagree. People mm. went back again and again, told people it was good. Um, like the word of mouth was it was un- you don't. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Easy. 
It was a pop culture, like perfect storm with everything, everyone coming back, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, you don't, you don't fall ass backwards into two bill. Not in my experience anyway. <laughs> um, hey, let's do this. A little bit of uh, advertorial here. Les, I hope you don't mind. But oh, yeah. um, Chris Hall and I uh, collabed on a new Steel Wars T-shirt. And, buddy, I made a little sizzle clip for it. But check this out. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, let's go. All right. Stop that. Identify yourself. I am IG-11. I am this child's nurse droid and require that you remind him to me immediately. Nurse droid? I thought it was a hunter. Aren't IGs usually hunters? Now, evidently, this one's a nurse. <laughs> I'm sorry, nurse, but you're going to have to get out of here. Are you refusing my request? No. I'm telling you to get out of here. Oh. Oh. Sorry, you had to see that. Hey, little clipper. Um, if you just listen to the audio version, trust me, just go buy a T-shirt, all right? The link's down below. Friends don't let friends hurt Baby Yoda. Oh, wait. I've got um, YouTube playing now. Uh, oh, my God. Now I'm... Anyway, sorry. I just had all these <laughs> things happening in my ears. But, um, yeah, a little clip for a new T. Um, very violent. Still pretty cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, hey, Tops have released, amazingly, one of the rarest characters to get merch on. Even even Toro Calican has more official merch than this dude. And uh, that is Ben Solo. Now, they do these living set fine art cards tops. They do a few a week and you can only buy them for one week and then they move on to the next cards sort of thing. And they're at a premium. They're 20 bucks because they're so limited edition. And the Ben Solo one, I'm not sure why I just took that down. It like it sold out in like the first, I think it was like 20 minutes or something like that. And I tweeted about this before. The message sent from this isn't, hey, let's go make some more figures from Hoth. It's mm -hmm. like, I, I just do not get, like, I cannot think of a character with such a passionate fan base, so underserved, underserved with, um, with merchandise. It, it, it's, it, it just, like I love the marketing and like aspect of of, of like Star Wars and stuff. It, it just really it it interests me, and just the amount of money they're 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 leaving on the table and and handballing to to fan artists and stuff. 
Um, yeah. They, and, and we all know that scum of the earth, these people that put out the fan merchandise. <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what do, what do you make of this, Les? As, as, as someone who I presume has a, a little bit of um, appreciation for money and it, it flowing in. Uh, I, I think they want to milk this. I think there's someone saying, hey, we need to just, just slow it down on this oh, thing, which oh, I, I hate to oh, think that. Les, coming first out, and for- giving them the – I'll have to cut you off. The benefit of the doubt? You're saying this is some sort of, like, master marketing strategy? I don't think – okay, and it may not even be that calculated. Like, it may not even be something that calculated. It may just be, oh, hey, did you see all the Kylo hey, stuff hey, flew off the shelf? Hey. Oh, we need – you dude, know? <laughs> with all respect, but I think – Grasping for straws. It looks <laughs> – <laughs> I, you know what? In all honesty, you're right though. I don't know why they wouldn't put more merchandise out for the guy. Uh, he's obviously got. I mean, that card alone, that look right there is. I would say everyone who grew up from like 1999 to like 2008, like that whole angst-filled My Chemical Romance. Like just an emo era. That picture, that face alone is the face of that time frame right there. I mean, and there's plenty of people that would spend a lot of money to just have that. Look at that. That is every front man for all those bands back in the day. Uh it is. It's it's like you, th- you think he's got an Atticus hoodie on? For sure. For sure. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Some of these references are just for me. Uh, but yeah, I could, uh, yeah, he's on, he's sewn on everyone's backpack in, in middle, in middle school. He probably has, they have little patches of him sewn onto their backpack. Just, uh, yeah, all kinds of, yeah, they should be making more money. You're right. They should definitely be just the giant monopolized company that they are and just go for it. Just take, just take corner of the market and be like, we have all the Kylo stuff you want. Uh, tops. On the other hand, I do understand why they're doing this, but they should put more Ben Solo cards out, especially if they're going to sell uh, sell out. Yeah, well, well, tops have done their part. I just like, yeah, I, I, I just don't get how there's not a Black Series figure. Like, again, I have ride- a, I have an actual. I got a sad boy back here, dude. Kylo Ren is not Ben Solo. <sighs> Still counts to me. Sorry. I know people are going to be angry. But yeah, here he is. That's like having a, a pod racing Anakin Skywalker figure and saying, I've got Darth Vader. Uh, okay. No, that is not yes, it. But you know yes, what? Fine. Yes. Fine. No, I'm just going to sit my friends right here. All right. D- Daniel's know. not referring to what I just said, but I'm going to put up their comment anyway, just to make it look like. They're agreeing with me. So uh, <laughs> that's very true. Good point, Lol. I might just leave that up there because it's going to be true of anything I say. From um, here on in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, from the start. I'm not. I'm from not the just... start. <laughs> um, I, I just don't get how there's like, you can make a T-shirt. Trust me. You can make a T-shirt like that. <laughs> yes, and, you can. Like, let alone a figure. It just, 
I, I, I'm just, I'm fixated on it. I, I just, how do you miss it? How do you miss it? Well, okay, they, they, you see what happened with Grogu first hit the scene, and it was like, what are they doing? Disney, what are you doing? Get more merch out there. Come on, let's do it. And they've flooded the market now, like, and people are just snapping it up. So I, somebody at some point is going to say, look, we got to put more Ben Solo stuff out there and some more Kylo stuff too, just in case. Don't, I, I would not put any more Kylo Ren stuff out there. I, I feel like he's been um, he's been exhausted, with the exception of like sweet art prints, because anything on a sweet art print is um, it's fabulous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um. So there's that. Ben Solo, make a figure. Make a figure. I because I I like the the Ben Solo bit is um like one of my everything with Ben Solo in the Rise of Skywalker. Big fan of except the the, the bit where he died. I'm not a big fan of that, and yeah. the fact that. Okay, not everything with Ben Solo I'm a perfect fan of because I, I, I did think that Ray and him should actually fight the Emperor together instead of, like, it was like a bad WWE three-way, you know, where, like, there's, there's three wrestlers and one of them just right. gets, like, body slammed out of the ring for half the match anyway. So it was like, why even make it a, a three-way? Um, right, exactly. I, I would like to point out I'm talking about wrestling matches here. Um, but... I just made myself lose my <laughs> train of thought. <laughs> ah, Ben Solo. But yes. when he does the shrug thing. So Ray got body slammed out of the ring and it's Ben yeah. Solo, right? There you go. But, wait, but when he when he does the shrug and the look away gun, like two of my favorite things, the, the Han Solo bit, ah, oh, right. the right. best. So um, I, I was, I, I buy very sparingly. The background might, look different but this is over a long period of time of figures but i would have got and i will continue to would have bought a um a vintage collection carded ray skywalker and ben solo i i would have i just just to to be at peace to conclude my collecting journey through so you're looking for a black series battle damaged redeemed ben solo yeah Oh, personally, for me, I want a vintage collection card because that's um, what I'm up for. But I just don't get why they don't make anything. Yeah. What would they even, would they title it what I just said? If they did make the figure, would it be redeemed? Like in parentheses, would it be Ben Solo redeemed or would it be? No, it's just Ben Solo. There you go. Because by him being called Ben Solo, he's redeemed. No, there we go. Okay. All right. Right. And, and if you want to disagree with me, I, I just all I can say is, there it is. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. You're right. That little, just yeah, that works. <laughs> all right, let's. Um, oh, we've almost done. Uh, we've done fifty minutes. What a, what a yeah. charming time we've had. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's a. A sweet bit of uh, podcasting. What, what do you make of it, Les? I think uh, we can. I think we can hang it up now. Yeah, we can wrap it up. 
All right, sweet. If um, you are listening to this on the podcast feed and you want more podcasts like this multiple times a week, bonus episodes, just put up a new Robbo report. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to put up another Robbo report where we actually, um, on the first one, on the one that just went up, which is Patreon exclusive video and audio, just three bucks a month. But we do a bit of a deep dive on George Lucas's sequel trilogy plans and planning, secret meetings that took place at a Star Wars celebration, microorganism living on microorganism, and Luke Skywalker's top knot. It's all covered, Wes. It's um, it is a good time. But um, yeah, if you want to support the pod and get um, bonus content in both audio in a podcast feed that just downloads like uh, any other podcast or on exclusive YouTubes. It's just three bucks a month. Patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. There should be a link in your show notes. Less you are co-host of, and I don't know why I do it. I just love torturing him, but one of the most entertaining yet worst intro podcasts. <laughs> The Sith list. <laughs> you know what's funny about it? I think you get a dual intro when you listen to our podcast because the way our the podcast theme music, the opening theme, it has all our names. Ah, it does it, too. It has all our names and it has our little like uh, signature quote with the names. So I mean, it's there already. But uh, Raj likes to do it. Yes, he just likes to do it. Well, it's always a journey. Um. <laughs> I, I I love it when I come on. It's just like, all right, and everyone's here and steal. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've I've just trolled him out of giving any of his friends. He just credit. yeah. He's just like screw it. We're done here. <laughs> Let's just move forward with the show. I gotta tell you, that Spider Man, that uh, uncle with the uh, great power come great responsibility. I'm not using it correctly. Uh, I'm, um, I'm I'm ruining your podcast. But the Sith list. Uh, Tell us about it and where the good people of the internet can track it down. Okay, so we are uh, five awesome dudes uh, that do. Uh, <laughs> we uh, give you your week in geek. We uh, have our good guy Boo go on out there and find some Boo bits, and we uh, talk about everything from Star Wars to video games to anime to uh, HBO series, Showtime series, whatever we're watching, uh, whatever you guys are into on sh all streaming platforms. You're listening to us. We uh, record Wednesday nights, uh, new episodes every Sunday. Uh, we do have a treat out, though. We gave an early access to our 250th episode uh, this past Congratulations. week. Thank you so much. Um, and that's that for the Sith List, if you're listening to our pod. What's up with the two? You know what the 250th? You know, you know, yes. you know, you know what was wrong with it, don't you? It wasn't the intro. <laughs> it was, there was no button Naboo, I don't think. That's a pro it had no Nabu. In celebration of 250 <laughs> episodes, it should have been nothing but Nabu. It should have been all the games, Nabus, flash rounds, but yes, for sure. See with oh. the Stockholm syndrome. I'm beginning to like Nabu. I love it. I think it's I'm just I just I actually like Nabu too. I'm gonna say it. I've always I think I've been on record as saying I like Nabu, but you know, people <laughs> The people playing don't like it, I guess. You know one of my favorite things about it? 
it's how much King Tom hates it. It's the best. Yeah, he's got a he's got an open hate for Nabu. It's quite good. But yeah, Sith really List, 250 episodes. Go listen to them all this afternoon on on 365 speed play and um tuck into it. But yeah, it's always a good time. Good amount of Star Wars covered. And yes. um Whatever else is uh, happening. Um, hey, we would be remiss if we didn't give a shout-out, special mention to our old mate, The Algorithm. Hey? Mm. Remember him? He's a good dude, but he's needy. So needy. Give the episode a like. If you're watching later on, Give us a comment. If you're listening on iTunes, hey, the stars don't cost a thing. But they give so much. And we appreciate it. So um, there's that. Thanks so much, Les. I've, uh, I've had a ball. But clearly this episode has gone on long enough. So may... And we'll see you on Thursday. Maybe, um, you know, maybe we'll have Corey. We've been doing well. I think we've had two Corey Thursdays successfully in a row. So we can all just just, just shout out. Please. And uh, <laughs> see what's up. May that force be with you. Thanks, buddy. Good time. Thank you. The man no one calls Crunch Crunch. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.